this is Dale Jr. and you're listening to Dirty Mo Radio. This is Kerry Earnhardt and you're listening to Earnhardt Outdoors, where the pavement ends and the dirt road begins. Hello everyone, thanks for tuning in to Earnhardt Outdoors. I'm your host, Kerry Earnhardt, coming to you from the Exalta Studio. And alongside me is an outdoor enthusiast and former driver, like myself, Hank Parker Jr. <laughs> I don't know, a former crasher? Crasher. How's that? How's that? Hank I think Kerry. we both were there. <laughs> it's good to see you. I'll go ahead and throw you in the bus for us. Say yes. hello, huh? Yes, yes. Man, uh, it's, uh, it's summer. It has arrived. It's here. And uh, time flies when you're getting old and having fun, I guess. It is. Um, it's fun, though. You know, we have our kids. We do several things with them in the summer, fishing. Uh, going to parks and everything, you know, going on the lake, stuff like that. So we always look forward to summertime. Yeah, you're, you're relegated back to where we both were growing up to one thing we had to play with in the summer, and that was outside. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Well, we had Father's Day, and uh, man, got the fourth uh, upon us. And uh, so tell me, first of all, how was your Father's Day? Well, it was great. You know, we we had this huge rodeo event, it's national finals that my daughter qualified for goat tying. So we were in <laughs> Lebanon, Tennessee for 11 days through Father's Day. And it was it was an event. I mean, usually her rodeos are 13 rodeos a year, and there's about 142 contestants that we have. So it's a, sometimes a two-day deal or, or either a long single day. But this in here was 1,240-something contestants. Wow. And it was just unreal. The campers, I mean – like our horse trailer, we have living quarters, you know, we mm-hmm. stay in the horse trailer and carry your horses to the events. And I mean, there were thousands of them just all over. And it was neat just to kind of, we got up on this one hill. It was a little higher than the complex we was at. And it was amazing just to see all the setups that people had and the fun times the kids were having. And we camped out there at the event. There was 25 of us from, or 20 of us from North Carolina. So we were all, yeah, in there, kind of in a circle and big groups and everything, and we did cookouts. We cooked dinner every night, and <laughs> everybody cooked something, and bring it to the meal, and we'd all gather in between our little setup we have with the nut with four trailers or either these other four trailers that would kind of sit up in a yeah. circle and just all have a good time, had a little fire and talk, you know, old stories of rodeo times, just like and, here. Yeah, just like this, you know, and the kids run around throwing water balloons, and I mean, you had golf carts out there, you got to rent golf carts, and we had four-seater golf carts, and these kids come by from Canada and just, just destroyed us with water balloons, <laughs> and it was, it was a game on then, of course, our kids. You had to show them what a Tar Heel was all oh, about. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, <laughs> so they get, go get the big water balloons and the big blasters, and, uh. They they retaliated, got them back. So, well, I do have one question. Can you explain a goat? A goat, a goat tying. Roping? I knew a goat roping. Yeah, they, they had that too. Did they? Yeah, and it's like team roping. Familiar with rodeos, except you're not on horses. It's this little pen to set up, and they have a little chute that the goats come out of whenever you know the guys rope and nod their head. The guy hit the gate and open the gate on the box and the goat come running out and you have one that'll run around there and rope him around the neck and get him to turn while the other one try to rope his back feet yeah oh yeah and you know stretch him out and i mean they 
and then unfortunately the guys that provided the goats they <laughs> they entered it in into it too so they got the money for providing goats and took the kids money for roping <laughs> that's mess so it's, it's a fun time you get to see a lot of different th- things and a lot of fun and, and no animals were hurt just you know that's the one thing it's all safe and you know you don't yeah. torture them yeah um, yeah just having fun just having fun and then my daughter's with the goat tying she comes in the alleyway and runs down on her horse gets right to the goat's pinned to a a rope in the middle of the arena and mm-hmm. a guy's holding him when she gets about halfway down the arena to the goat he lets go so he'll come down and jump off her horse while it's running and the horse keeps on running by and she'll go up there and run up this rope and grab the goat and flank him mm-hmm. and tie three legs and it's got to stay tied for six seconds and you know you don't think six seconds is a long time but yeah when that goat's going crazy he's sitting trying there kicking to get untied, and, oh yeah, yeah. And both um, both times that she done it, they of course they kicked out, and she didn't get no time. But she got some, you know, it's fun experience for her. Um, it's kind of like going to the NFR, you know, mm-hmm. big event in Vegas with all the rodeo events going on, and that's, that's kind of like the kids NFR. Yeah, it's pretty neat to see. That's good stuff, man. It's good you get to do that with your family. I, you know, I don't even know if I can share much of a story. Really, I can't compare it to that. Oh I, yeah, you I sat something. around and cooked and and just hung out with the family, did a little fishing, and that was did about you do, it. Man, did any camping or anything? We uh we didn't do any camping this weekend or or last or last weekend, yeah. and uh, so we uh what we did was uh went and hung out with my dad. We have an annual deal that we do every year about this time of year, and all the grandkids come in. We go brim fishing, mm-hmm. and this turns into a circus of. Uh, me trying to pay the kids to eat crickets and just see yeah. if they'd do that. And uh, uh, my dad gets so serious. It's funny. You know, we're all out there brim fishing, and I think there's 12 grandkids. And, uh, you know, after about the fourth time of uh, all the line is wrapped around the tip yeah. of the rod, he's like, you going to leave the bobber out there. Wait till it goes under. You know, he's explaining this to dad. my, yeah, my, yeah. Four, my four-year-old. And you're thinking – He's not going to get this. <laughs> Next thing you know, another kid, he's got a hook in him. And it's, oh, yeah. it's, it's it's good times. But, man, we were just pretty relaxed. Uh, had a good time, did some cooking, and hung out and spent some time on the water with, with about 12 kids. That's always, you know, I don't care who you are. Yeah. That's an adventure. That's, that. a, that's a big that's adventure. A big I got to know how many kids ate crickets. Um, I did. So I ate crickets yeah. to show them that it would be okay. And then uh, – because I'd read somewhere they were supposed to be pretty healthy. They're supposed to be healthy for you. Yeah. I don't know that. I they don't, don't taste very good. I, don't, I wouldn't try it. But then I, I finally talked my youngest one into eating one, and uh, he's he hadn't got over it yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you're eating worms and dirt. I don't think this is too no, bad. Near, no. so. They do that. Yeah, but at least they didn't have a hook in them, so that, that helps out. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah. I remember getting hooked quite a bit back of the head from another fisherman with me or something like that yeah my dad always my dad always had a rule and it seems like the rules are more enforced now as he's older uh but uh the the rules are this you always wear a hat when you fish and you always wear shoes but they can't have black bottoms because mess right, messes the boat up yeah. and gets it all dirty and i'll never forget one time man i was about I was probably 12 or 13, and we were at the Stripers were schooling on Lake Norman. And when that happens, everybody, you know, there'll be 10, 10 or so boats right. around this one small area. My dad rears back with a Zerispook. And a Zerispook mm. is, you know, probably six-inch long, hard plastic bait with massive treble hooks yep. hanging off of it. And he rears back, and that joker digs in the back of my head. And it grabs my hat, but it's still got a little bit of my scalp. And he 
he was going for the, I mean, you know, the 100 yard long sleeve cast. And, uh, he about, <laughs> about scout me. Oh. He's like, son, I told you, you're supposed to wear a hat yeah. and a hat that fits. <laughs> so I learned of my lesson. It's your fault. Yeah. 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 It was my fault. Oh, it was yeah. my fault. Yeah. That's good. I don't think I've ever hooked anybody that. <laughs> well, I've hooked my fair but, share. Uh, I, I just uh, I forgot about it, but <laughs> I know I've hooked some. But I think I hooked my son one time, and that wasn't too good. <laughs> I don't think he's fished with hey, since. Speaking of your son, I was spending some time with my brother yesterday, kind of talking about some of our scheduling for the summer and the things that it's here and the things that we've got going on. I don't know if you know this or not, but my brother Catfish and Jeffrey are going bow fishing. So uh, that uh, they're—I think they're going up to Kentucky, and uh, you know we have uh, we kind of um, share share a partnership with Can Am, and mm-hmm. uh, we they uh, they're on our show and do things with Jeffrey, and right. so we're looking forward to that, and that ought to be really exciting. Two 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 guys that will definitely be misfits floating around on the river in Kentucky shooting fish. With, it doesn't get with any the more bow and red- arrow. Yeah, it doesn't get any more redneck than oh, that. Oh no, that'd be interesting. I know they do a lot. They, I mean, Jeffrey's always talking about catfish and things that they do and stuff. And I don't, I'm sure you've tried bow fishing or do it. Oh yeah, um, absolutely. And it's a blast. We have yeah. fun. So every time I get a chance, holler at my son. We'll go out, and it's it's an all night thing. The bad thing is when you go out about seven o'clock and you come back in at two, three, four in the morning, and the wife expects you to get up at six or seven just carry on your regular day it just don't seem fair <laughs> and she's out late doing something get in late from traveling or whatever she wants to sleep in but i have to get up yeah. that's what it means to be a man my dad always says this he says if you want to get good at hunting and fishing you got to quit your job that 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 will always get in the way yeah it will it will <laughs> but then the wife us so you, you, you gotta figure out something yeah you gotta you gotta put food on the table <laughs> gotta put food on. Well, yeah. as soon as they go and i get some of that footage we'll uh, i'll bring some of the bloop bloopers in we'll check that out that'd be fun to watch <laughs> hopefully there's no well yeah, i mean that'd be that'd be worse than getting hooked wouldn't it yeah 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 <laughs> definitely would be worse than getting hooked absolutely yeah well, Hank, Independence Day is also known as Fourth of July. is coming up this weekend, and yeah. when I think of Independence Day or Fourth of July, we I think of fireworks. We always went to these fireworks shows growing up as a kid, and yeah, and just sit around with all our friends and watch the fireworks go off and eat cotton candy and ice cream and just have a good time. And then after the fireworks was over, we'd always end up back, you know, to one of our homes and just have little knickknacks chips and stuff like that and the kids all of us kids be running around up and down the streets and stuff oh and, yeah you know slinging sparklers around and stuff like that <laughs> and, uh, I, you know i remember doing stuff like that and then there's some times that we'd go up in the mountains and camp a big group of us and we'd set off, set off our own fireworks and have a big fireworks mm-hmm. display and stuff like that man so what all do you get remember what? doing we did the same thing every year you know you, different people different families have uh different right. traditions and uh, you know, we always uh, we would go to South Carolina and buy fireworks. Yep. I'm not sure if I should admit that. My dad, let me just say, my dad would go to South Carolina. And you uh, don't do it now? No, I would never do anything like that. And uh, so he would go down there, but uh, we would we really wouldn't get too much. But uh, we'd get a few things. And the big tradition was we'd cook out, and then we would get in the boat and. And we lived on Lake Norman mm-hmm. growing up, and we would uh, ride over by boat to go watch the fireworks. Well, this was all fine and dandy. It's not that big of a deal because you get there, it's the sun's setting mm-hmm. and it's starting to get dark. And, 
you know, you just think about all the songs they play and, you know, you've got uh, Lee Greenwood and the whole nine yards and, and you've got your fireworks show. Well, after your fireworks show, there's a multitude of people on a, on a body of water. It's now pitch black dark. <laughs> <laughs> and some of these people are, are crazy. And uh, I guess number one on that uh, list would be my dad, you know, being the Trying bass. Trying to get out. <laughs> yeah, he's the bass fisherman. So as soon as we cleared the bridges, it was like dropping the green flag. So and he had to show oh. off every time. And we're flying up the lake, the whole family. We're hanging on as waves as big as the ocean out there, you know. And uh, it was always just an adventure to see if we could make it back. And there was always a pack. It was kind of like the draft because the fireworks are all over at once. You've got all these boats. And I'm talking it's stacked all the way across the main channel. Yep. And we would start mid-pack to the back of the pack on purpose every time. And he would pass. And then by the time we get up to where we lived, you know, it's kind of right off the main channel. We would be in front of all those people. And uh, it was it was always a uh, – it was an exciting ride, to say the least. I bet. I know that's what we do now. Uh, I've grown, you know, I've got kids and everything, and my in-laws have come down, and we'll get on the pontoon mm-hmm. and just cruise the lake that day a little bit and eat dinner on the lake there at a couple of restaurants. And but like you said, just before sunset, we'll get out there and get our little position. But I'm outside the pack. I'm not up in the middle of all of them <laughs> because that's smart because I'm I'm. I mean, I'm excited about the fireworks, but the show afterwards, like you're talking about, everybody trying to get out of there at the yeah. same time. It gets crazy. That's an adventure to watch. Yeah. So we don't get in no hurry to get back. We just hang right. out and watch everybody get out of there and fuss and yelling at each other, trying to <laughs> get around them. And it's, it's always interesting. And then you see a lot of blue lights flashing around there with people pulled over, too. So I will say, you know, you talk about the past and, and the lake, Lake Norman, where we live, uh, the area that we live in here in the Mooresville, uh, North Carolina. Uh, the the population has grown so much, and it is so important to be careful. It takes so little for anything to go wrong. You don't have brakes on a boat, Mm-mm. and you think about boater safety. And man, I, I'll just say that a big part of what people do out there, and in, in the you 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 look at what uh, the water the wildlife officers and in, in the what they're trying to protect people from. Right. And, and the last thing people need to be doing is getting out there and getting you know drunk and then driving those boats i mean they need to be aware of number one i would just say this be aware of the laws be careful and it's not it's not worth getting too crazy out there and uh, you have a good approach yeah Uh, and that's why i like doing is just sitting back and i mean i don't get in a hurry because you get back to the ramp you gotta wait to load your boat because everybody loading up everything so we just kind of ease and just cruise on back real slow and by the time we get there everybody's kind of cleared out and it's just Get there, get in your truck, back in, and load up and go home. Mm-hmm. And you're safe. Yeah. And so, just take your time. I mean, I have seen several incidents on the lake, and I, I know of one that stands out is um, these people were at this place and they kind of got drunk and everything, and they left out, and the guy let this other lady drive his boat, and they actually ended up in the median on 77 one time. Oh. Yeah, that's a bad and that deal. That was a bad deal. Yeah, uh, and then I know one that there's a place called Sandbars. Cigarette boat come through there and run over another boat and split the cigarette boat in half, and it's sitting there bobbing up and down. You know, it's just crazy people out there do that stuff. And I know now they're trying to pass a law that is a pretty risky event if you get caught driving mm-hmm. on drunk driving on a boat. It's not as strict it is as in a car, but yeah, um, they're trying to make it that way now because you know. A couple 
not long ago a little girl got killed out here mm-hmm. on a jet ski a boat run over and a guy was way beyond alcohol limit so um like i said they're doing a good job of trying to control yeah all the craziness yeah. out there you so. need to be responsible in, in that and uh i'll tell you i got a funny story speaking of being responsible about my in-laws for whatever reason when i first married my beautiful bride wendy my in-laws decided that what they wanted to do is shoot fireworks every 4th of July. And they just assumed that I would be the man for the job, I guess. <laughs> just rednecks. I'm like Joe Dirt. Redneck just must stick to me, you know. So they go and uh, they they come up with an amount of... They even send me to go buy the fireworks. That's how impressive that is, right? So we buy all these fireworks and uh, we, we shoot all the fireworks off and it's all everything goes great everybody's excited and clapping we're shooting them off of a pier it's safe the whole deal you know and and uh so my wife thought that was just such a great time so we decided to double up on our redneck and invited my brother catfish to come along oh, the Lord. next year here we go <laughs> and so i buy this large bag of fireworks and my brother decides these roman candles are really cool they are you know you know, know. You step back and shoot them yeah. So I've got the bag, and I sit it down on that pier. My brother lights up a Roman candle and fires off one of those glowing hot yeah. uh, balls into that bag. And it ignites the entire bag of fireworks Grand finale. at one time I mean, without it being dark yet. Oh, no. <laughs> We're all ducking and dodging and running and... And uh, it was a mess. It was a mess. My wife was mad. She's crying. She's over there on her fireworks <laughs> back. Uh, it was good times. Good times seeing a, people scatter. That had been a big show, that's for sure. <laughs> I remember even growing camels growing up, we'd try to shoot each other with them and run around and chase each other. <laughs> Speaking of being responsible. <laughs> I, you know, that was before I matured, you know. Yeah. I was still young and yeah. a couple of years ago, I mean. And um, it was fun trying yeah. to shoot each other. Are you speaking? But it hurt. I was wondering if you would speak to our younger audience. What the what you what kind of advice you would give about Roman candle safety today? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about any. About any. Uh, uh, I do. I I'm 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 you know I'm responsible with it. So I shoot kind of towards them. I don't shoot at them. Okay. So I don't hit them. Yeah. Unless they run in the direction I'm shooting. <laughs> oh my. Goodness. So don't aim, aim uh, don't don't aim you know close, just kind of off to the side. I see it, or see above a, them. I see a dude perfect episode coming out here. Um, I tell you what, what I like to do also on the uh, fourth, you know, uh, with my family is that you know it's a tradition to always during certain times of the year you've got to watch certain movies at Christmas. You got to watch right. National Lampoons. You know all all of those funny old movies uh, in in the in that Christmas time, but. Uh, and some others, but uh, this time of year, you know, at the fourth, we got we've got to watch the Patriot. I mean, it's just a tradition. It's a tradition. You, gotta, you know, you jump up screaming, hollering, want to paint your face. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty good movie. Um, we, it's not a tradition we watch all the time, but I have seen it, and yeah, I can see some things happening there. <laughs> you know, it's good, and it's good. You know, we talk about. All, all the things that we do and the reasons why you do it and, and the picnics and all that stuff, just the, the, where we live. Uh, we've been so blessed to grow up in, in the United States and, and to celebrate our independence as a sovereign nation, not a nation that's been perfect by any stretch of the mm-hmm. imagination, but one that's done more, uh, has been more generous uh, to this world than any other nation. And to 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 be able to be a, a citizen of a free country where we have rights to mm-hmm 
life, liberty, and as the original said, the the right to own private property. Um, it, it's it's a good thing, and it's a good thing to celebrate. And very thankful to live here, and and want to pass that on to my, my kids. And and on top of that, gotta watch Daytona. That's right. Night race. Firecracker four hundred, isn't it? Yeah, man. That's big. That was always fun to do. You know, we'd go down there and do all that the week of the fourth, and get home and go out and watch the fireworks on the lake if we we're home on the fourth but usually we're at the racetrack <laughs> yeah yeah um created a few fireworks myself at the tracks <laughs> blazing <did>. glory here <laughs> i happen to be in a couple of those i think so <laughs> yeah i remember the last one last race i ran at daytona i think it's the biggest fire i've ever seen in a race car <laughs> And come along there and somebody had done wreck in front of us and come back down the track and I hit them head on and uh, both our cars just engulfed in flames and it was pretty nasty and you just said you're welcome for well, the show I sat off you know I <laughs> my farewell tour <laughs> the washed cars and all oh it's always it's always a riot here your mm. side of the story on some of these I just noticed you never you never get tense or anything. It's always just kind of like, yeah, well, I just, you know, come sliding along, you know, I don't know 190 miles. I hit something I had on, and it was the biggest fire I ever saw. It was. <laughs> I mean, at the time, I wasn't that calm. Yeah. Yeah, I can imagine. I could, I could probably imagine that. <laughs> Happy yeah. Fourth of it's July. It's funny. It's funny, it is. <laughs> now... I hate to think of the cars that I went through. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I ain't never just sit back that and thought about that until now, and mm. that hurt. I, yeah, I drove for GNC, and then what uh, the Xfinity series they call it now. Back yep. then, it was the Bush series, but I drove for GNC, and they sponsored the um, uh, the July Bush race down there at Daytona a mm-hmm. couple of times. That was really cool to race in that. And I don't know. I just I never did have that knack. That was just I was never. I would not even distantly consider myself a, a talented speedway driver i was a short track driver and i had i had you know some strong runs on you know one at california and, and i always ran good at some of the tracks like that but at daytona man it was always talladega it was a struggle for me and yeah. but it was fun to run that night race i mean it was you get in that draft and it's you can see so good at, uh, when it's dark with those lights mm-hmm. man that was awesome that, that was, was fun good. i mean I enjoyed the speedway races. I enjoyed drafting and playing the air and stuff like that. But I just never had any luck with the outcome because of things that happen. You yeah. Know, when you wreck, when there's a wreck there, it's pretty much the whole field. Right. I mean, it's hard to get out of one. And uh, I've had, unfortunately, been in a few um, in the Cup Series and in the Fish Series. Um, but it's always fun. I enjoy running that track. And I remember we were at Talladega and racing with uh richard choice racing in the cup car bass pro car and has the big bass on the hood mm-hmm. and everything and when i was race started racing with my dad i kind of picked up the nickname lamont <laughs> because i'd always go down we had a warehouse where all the cup cars would take all the parts off and go down into the warehouse and oh, put them yeah. on the shelves and yeah they were still perfect wasn't nothing wrong with them and i'm running arca series so i go down and use these parts and everything and and you know they end up know where i got these parts from like they were used they were on the shelf yeah i wasn't gonna use them no more so i just took them that's right i didn't realize they had them in there to sell but (laughs) anyhow so they they started calling me lamont and um (laughs) i guess that's from sanford and so yeah so we're running in this race i qualified like 13th and run along there and dell jr's up in the front 
and here I come up through the middle, just a hole opened right in mm. the middle. And I hit the middle, and I got all the way up there, and Junior, Dale Jr. told me, he said, I, all I heard was my spire say, all right, here comes Lamont, got that big old bass fixing to eat you right up. <laughs> and I go up there, and I hit him in the rear end and knock him way out front, and it you know, slowed me down. I ended up run, sitting there running third, and then we run along there, Michael Waltrip and Jeff Gordon gets together and ends up coming down and taking me out, and I sit there and watch the rest of the race. Mm. But, you know, it was fun, good it was times. Fun. and yeah. It's it's a lot of fun to look back at that stuff, and I guess I still got that bumper off of Junior's car because I knocked it off That's whenever awesome. I hit him. It's sitting there flapping, and then you know NASCAR got on, so they come in. And so I went to the shop that Monday morning and got the bumper and took it home. And that evening they said Junior coming there wanting it. So. <laughs> you took it, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, he I'm called seeing me a up. Pattern develop here. He called me up and said, "Man, this is a, that bumper you guys. If you send it over to the shop, I'll sign it." And, you know, we can have that pretty as a you know memento. I'm like, no, nope. you come to my house and sign it if you want to, because I know I won't get it back. You're smart, man. That's, that's yeah. I figured him out. Yeah, you know, I didn't grow up with him all my life, but I did figure him out it pretty didn't take quick. Take you long to figure it out. No, no, he's that's he's like stuff. that. So that's good. Stuff. It still is today. Heck yeah, man. Well, I'm looking forward to to the weekend coming up and uh, celebrating. I'm. Uh, I'm I'm looking forward to uh, kicking back and watching that race. That's going to be good. Uh, that's going to be a good time, and uh, I always I always look forward to that. How about you? I am. Um, I'm trying to find out for rodeo, and I know there's a big rodeo in Newport at, up by the beach in, mm-hmm. I guess, Virginia. And I'm trying to find out if we're doing that or if we're going to be home to do some stuff on the 4th. <laughs> You're wide open. So, yeah, but it changes up for us quite a bit. We sometimes we end up you know, going up in the mountains, camping out for the 4th, and we've done Pigeon Forge. Speaking of fireworks show, we do a Pigeon Forge every year on um, New Year's. And we got this cabin. This guy went up there and done autograph sessions for us and stuff. He'd always give us a cabin, stay mm-hmm. in and all. And we had this house is what it was up in this real nice community. And it was sitting right on top of the mountain above everybody. And it was me, my mother-in-law, father-in-law, sister-in-law and her husband, and my wife and kids and their kids and all this stuff. And. So me and my brother-in-law, we think it's going to be a cool deal to do a fireworks show from that balcony on that house over everybody <laughs> well, else. Sounds like a really, really bad idea. So we go and get all these big fireworks and big loud booms and everything and didn't tell the wife or anything. So mm. we yeah, was going to surprise sweet. everybody and make you know kind of neat show. When we starts getting dark and me and my brother-in-law's got this stashed up in this closet upstairs in this room and... We tell everybody, says, all right, guys, it's, it's time. We're going to go out and sit on the balcony and just watch and see if anything happens, if fireworks <laughs> and stuff. And this balcony kind of swung around, you know, in, in the corner and went out towards the backside house where you're mm-hmm. looking over all the houses in town and everything. So me and my brother-in-law, well, we're going to run in and get some chips and stuff and have some stuff to hang out here and snack on. We go in there and we go in that room. <laughs> And we rig these holders, and you know, you got them holders with the drop the balls in before you light them. And we rig these holders up with clothes hangers on the balconies and stuff like that. And it's like we got them pointing out where they shoot away yeah. from the house. Oh, yeah. So we go around there, we drop one in and light it and set it off. And you hear everybody screaming around the other corner, and wife starts fussing because she knows exactly what's happening. <laughs> yeah. Well, about the third one, that little rig medjoodle that we did didn't quite work too well and that thing had knocked knocked the little <laughs> cup back and shot off into the ceiling on the on the balcony 
<laughs> oh, and it's sitting there bouncing around the balcony and carrying on and of course you know about that time the wife comes around figures out what's going on and starts taking these fireworks and hiding them from us and mm-hmm. yeah that's good. And she's doing that the kids are getting them and bringing them back to us yeah and she's like oh we're gonna get in trouble we're gonna get in trouble and of course went long security officer of that little area comes rolling up in the driveway and i walk out and meet him and he says putting on a fireworks show i'm like well yeah i thought it'd be pretty cool we're up here above everybody it'd be neat to see he said well, everybody loves it so keep it up so yes <laughs> see honey we're, we're safe we could do this and we finished out the fireworks show and everybody down below all the other houses are just cheering on yelling and screaming <laughs> so it was a pretty good time it's what she thought was going to be dangerous and trouble but yeah end up being cool you, you pulled it through yeah i knew i could it's a proud moment for your family yep <laughs> It was, too. I mean, it was neat. It was a big show. Oh, man. <laughs> you never know where those stories well, are going to go. you got to have excitement in your life, and that was. Yeah, you've had a lot of yeah. it. We've had our fair share. So, as far as the kids, what do your kids like to do? Mm-hmm. I mean, do they enjoy everything you do with them or they like to do something different yeah well we typically uh we'll hang out with a big group of friends uh and we do something outside and uh we'll go we'll go pretty much like my family did we'll go watch the fireworks somewhere on the lake you know mm-hmm. I'll, I'll go over uh with some friends and go and go see that and so we kind of keep that tradition alive and going and uh you know you got to kind of keep it in check a little bit don't want to get too crazy don't yeah. want to get too crazy so you're not one to race and bite like your dad does <laughs> i'm not gonna race that bite back <laughs> i'm not gonna shoot the fireworks into the ceiling i'm gonna try to keep <laughs> my kids are too young yet I'm, I'm trying to be a positive influence i mean it's really hard so i know that uh I know this year we probably need to keep our family separated because we could get we could really be a bad influence. Well, let's try it. <laughs> Let me find out if I'm rodeoing or not, and then we'll go from there. <laughs> so if I'm rodeoing, I guess we're going to be doing fireworks wherever Newport, wherever that thing's at. <laughs> we'll have pictures. Oh. We'll have pictures uh, to show some of the incriminating evidence. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. How about you? What about your kids? Well, I mean, they like to do the fireworks. They like setting them off themselves mm-hmm. and we let them have the small ones you know the little absolutely things that spin yeah. around on the ground keeping it sparkling safe. and everything and i don't let them shoot the big ones off so mm-hmm. i try to try to keep it safe for them and <laughs> not let them see what i do yeah yeah and you do i'm sure you do like i do you travel to south carolina to do this yeah it's not a far trip either not a lot. it's short yeah so you can go over and get a big old pile of fireworks and Just have a good time shoot them yeah. yeah sounds good like i said barbecue grill out shoot fireworks and watch the firecracker 400 watch firecracker 400 (laughs) don't hurt nobody we have an exciting life (laughs) (laughs) unfortunately my life become rodeo so that's about all i do now (laughs) well i get them there i don't rodeo but i get them there to do it yeah yeah the one when you do we're all going to take a field trip and watch we talk about all this and of course i don't know if it's really legal to do this stuff in north carolina but i think everybody does it Oh, I do too. And it's fun, so <laughs> I think it's worth getting in trouble if we do. Okay, I like it. I'm just making sure. I mean, it can't be a lot. I mean, no, no. Just take them away from you and smack you on the hand. That would be great. Maybe a little fine. Yeah, a couple, a couple hundred thousand dollars is not a big deal. What? Uh, <laughs> is it? No, I'm just. Kidding. Oh, but anyway, so that, that's what we're looking forward to is the fourth and fireworks and time with their family yeah fireworks fun family time having a good time 
ready to kick off the summer. Uh, our, my television show I do along with my dad and my brother, Hank Parker's yep. Flesh and Blood, uh, kicks off this week um, on the Outdoor Channel. We yep. come on Tuesday nights at 7.30, and our first show coming up is going to be called Kentucky Kickoff. Brother Catfish goes up there, and uh, him and his wife, Laura, go yep. up there and do some early season deer hunting it's it's gonna be fun that's it's a it's a it's a good show you know? i always enjoy it. i like watching mainly because i know all y'all and just to see mm-hmm. the interaction between especially when you're all together yeah at one time it's a lot of fun so i'm looking forward to watching that and a few other shows and hopefully start working on doing some stuff myself with the hunting shows whether it's on network or if it's on webisode i'm not sure yet we're still in the process of that and hopefully get it together soon heck yeah man well i'm you know that that just adds you know it's a passion this is what we do we let we, you know it's not something that uh you're just doing to um just to be doing you're doing this because it's who you are and you'd be doing right. it uh no matter what and it's uh it's always fun and it, and to be able to capture that and share it with other people and and keeping it in uh in this right perspective at the same time is you grow up in 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 this area and you fall in love with the outdoors and you know just it works itself out it's really cool to share with other people though and so we're getting to do that here talking about it but it's it's cool to see as well yeah it is and like i said you try to get the kids involved the biggest thing and get them outdoors and you know it's it's a challenge these days with you know the way society's gotten a lot of parents don't have the time and opportunities to do it and Mm -hmm. it's always fun i always run into kids that don't get to do it and wants to do it so i try to make it happen and give yeah. them a good time and let them experience and see what it's about that's good stuff heck yeah man well i guess that wraps it up for this show and i hope everyone has a happy fourth and I want to thank everyone for listening to this week's earnhardt outdoors and we want to wish a safe and happy fourth of july <laughs> i had to put the safe and happy in there safe right? and happy that's yeah. good that's good and also don't forget exalta has given their website a fresh coat of paint exaltaracing.com and to get all the latest news, photos, and the schedule for Dale Jr.'s Exalta number 88, just go to ExaltaRacing.com. It's a cool place. You want to go check it out. Yeah, it is. And sometimes they give things away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dale Jr. finished second at Pocono. I know. Some so close. Fan. There was a lot of people pulling over. So. It's like, you can wreck them. You can do whatever. Yep. Just win. Just, just win. win. <laughs> just win. Well, that's cool. Well, folks, uh, check us out on Earnhardt Outdoors or um, on our website. And facebook and twitter and all that stuff i think we're doing oh, everywhere one thing i did find out this week with all these kids at the rodeo mm-hmm. there's this thing called snapchat mm-hmm. have you ever seen that no it's interesting but it's scary because they they set me up a deal on my phone and i i'll take pictures and you write captions on there and send it to the parents and the kids and all this stuff and it's you know mine's really safe and funny and it's it's scary because I wonder what my daughter's doing on there and stuff like that. Because when you post it and it look at it, away. it's only there for a little bit and then it's yeah. gone. So yeah. it's not there to try to track down or anything. And <laughs> it's kind of scary that this stuff like that out there. But yeah, it's almost like why does it go away like that? There's a reason for it. I've looked at it. I don't. I'm not very familiar with it. I'm not on it. And you know, as parents, we do we got to be there for our kids and, yep. and and help them navigate life and i'm not real sure how we got on this <laughs> rabbit trail but well, you've I mean, got to be a parent that's, it's that's just the, yeah. something the kids I, I mean i've heard of it and everything but i didn't know about it and the kids showed it to me and then my mind's wondering and working why does it go away because that means you don't want somebody to see it right so anyway i've got that now so i'm 
kind of Snapchat with these kids and their parents and the rodeo group yeah, that we're yeah, in. So we're having fun. So. <laughs> Welcome to the. We should ja- we should change the name of this show to Welcome to Carrie and Hank's ADD World. <laughs> Squirrel. Squirrel. Well, I mean, it just it just popped in my mind about that. Yeah. When I was talking about this Facebook and all that stuff. That's right. But we're everywhere. Earnhardt Outdoors. Check it out. That's it. Mm-hmm. Well, that wraps up this week's Earnhardt Outdoors. Thank you for listening, and we will be back again on July the 15th. Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. Hey, it's Mike Davis. Don't forget to join us next Tuesday on the Dell Jr. Download Podcast as we recap Daytona. We'll have exclusive insights from Dell Jr., Plus, we'll empty out the voicemail line with Reaction Theater. That's the Dell Jr. Download Podcast next Tuesday right here on Dirty Mo' Radio.